The Bellarmine Forum presents Footnote Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars Here's your host, Christopher Mannion. As the new year dawns, it's clear that our nation has become increasingly divided in recent years. At times, our division seems so profound that our national motto, A Pluribus Unum, looks as out of date as the Latin that it's written in. In times like these, a nation has a choice, a choice that Alexander Hamilton enunciates in the first Federalist paper written 235 years ago. It seems to have been reserved to the people of this country, Hamilton writes, by their conduct and example to decide the important question whether societies of men are really capable or not of establishing good government from reflection and choice, or whether they are forever destined to depend for their political constitutions on accident and force. What is driving the divisions in our republic today? Are they the result of reflection and choice? Hardly. Rationality, common sense, unites us peacefully around the common good, but unchained passions savagely divide and destroy. Al Gore once mangled our national motto by getting it backwards. A pluribus unum means from one many, he said. Well, that is the message of division and diversity, and it is alive and well today. In the last election, President Obama campaigned on two major issues, sex and greed. He hammered home two simple messages. First, there should be no limits on sexual indulgence, because unlimited sex is good, so good, in fact, that the taxpayers should finance it, and all of its deleterious consequences. And second, speaking of taxes, those who pay the most taxes already should pay more taxes, because they're so greedy. Remember John F. Kennedy's inaugural, Ask not what your country can do for you? Well, candidate Obama turned JFK on his head. Your country can do plenty for you, he roared. His message, elect me, and you can satisfy your deepest, prurient, and debauched sexual desires while congratulating yourself for your moral superiority by hating the rich. Here, in a nutshell, are the passionate engines of socialism. Obama's campaign aroused in the masses two of the most powerful and deadly sins, lust and envy. Isn't it curious that Obama stokes envy of the rich but carefully avoids inciting envy of the powerful? The lust for power is never mentioned in Washington because there it is not considered a disease of the soul. Rather, it's the price of admission. Back to Alexander Hamilton. He urges us to reflect because the crisis at which we are arrived may, with propriety, be regarded as the era in which that decision is to be made, and a wrong election of the part we shall act may, in this view, deserve to be considered as the general misfortune of mankind. End quote. Are the people of this republic responding to Mr. Hamilton's question by reflection and choice? Or is our country hurtling forward towards the abyss, propelled by accident and force? 
In times like these, perhaps we should turn not towards politicians, but to the Prince of Peace. Only in Him can we find unity in truth, justice, and love. This is Christopher Mannion. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Footnote, Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars. Footnote is brought to you by the Bellarmine Forum. Copyright 2012, the Bellarmine Forum. All rights reserved.